1: Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, make MakeYourBed. Well, good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. A few days ago, I spent quite a bit of time researching more volunteer opportunities near me using searches and networks like VolunteerMatch.org and the Mutual Aid Network, But in doing this research for personal reasons, I luckily stumbled upon one of the coolest resources I've seen in a while. It is a basic PDF from mutualaiddisasterrelief.org, and though I will be quoting directly from this PDF, I will be mostly skimming it. So if you want to check it out in its entirety, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes, or of course, you can always message me directly. This PDF is basically reminding us that we have skills. And the purpose of this PDF is to evaluate what skills we can bring to radical organizing. Because, and I quote, It is really easy when looking at the big picture of organizing to not know where to start or how to help. And it can become debilitating and paralyzing. And I, as someone with anxiety, definitely look at the big picture without knowing where to start or where to help. And as a result... I end up frozen in time not helping at all because I just don't know where to go. But part of being comfortable giving and volunteering and working in solidarity with people is knowing how you can give. And there are so many different ways we can look at our skills to know exactly how we can help so we can be more enthusiastic and confident when we do end up going and volunteering for whatever we sign up for. And not all organizing is intense, and not all organizing is glamorous. You don't have to be some excellent speaker or a great leader to be a good mutual aid volunteer. In fact, the concept of mutual aid is any type of community-based support. And because the needs in any given community are so diverse and so vast, the necessary skills to help fulfill these needs will be diverse and vast as well. So we're gonna start by differentiating between hard skills and soft skills. Your hard skills are tangible. They come from your experience. Whether formal education or practice or training of any sort, this is stuff like learning Photoshop or PowerPoint, or knowing how to tie a certain type of knot, Whereas our soft skills are more related to personality and emotional intelligence, which can help us become better leaders or better community organizers or better with interpersonal relationships such as teamwork. So let's take a moment to independently think for ourselves of the things that we are personally very good at. Are there any skills that you are proud of or that you know how to do particularly well? You don't have to overthink this since we're not going to volunteer right this second, but just take a minute and consider some of the things you are good at, whether you adapted these skills naturally or were formally trained. Now, let's take a moment and imagine there is a mutual aid project happening in your area, obviously for something you're passionate about, but try to consider what an ideal 30 minutes of volunteering time would look like for you. Would it be quiet work like packing boxes, would it be interactive work, like greeting people as they come in? Or would it be more informative, like giving trainings or signing people up? Would you prefer handing out flyers or designing flyers? Or are you more of an aggressive type, where you like yelling in fascist faces? By taking a second to not only consider your hard and soft skills, but what you'd actually enjoy and feel most comfortable doing inside of an organization can give you a sense of direction. So you can avoid that feeling of deep helplessness when all you really want to do is help. And if you are struggling to figure out what your hard or soft skills are, think about the skills and tools you use in the workplace. Everything from manual labor to spreadsheets to interpersonal skills to building to delegation or research, literally anything you could put on a resume can be used to benefit a mutual aid network. Writing skills can turn information into a website or an infographic. Graphic design skills can make posters and flyers. Managerial skills can help us organize conference calls. So it's less about what you can do and more about knowing what you can do. I also think it's important to look at the hobbies that you have. If you're super into cooking and food, maybe you'd do better in that type of mutual aid environment. If you're more into creative stuff, there's opportunities there. Working in community with others is all about connection. So instead of thinking about what is a valuable asset in the world commodified by capitalism, let's think about what's a valuable asset to our community as a whole. So even if you're someone that has never had an interest in mutual aid a day in your life and you're totally alone in the middle of nowhere and don't care about any of this, I still think it's an empowering practice to check out and inventory what skills and passions that you personally have. That way, when opportunity does knock, you will have a set list of things that you can literally say, hey, I'm pretty good at this and I enjoy it, so I'll happily help. Or I'm really good at A, B, C, and D, but I don't enjoy E and F, or I would like to get better at E and F. Basically, knowing where you are now can help you fit into bigger pictures later instead of getting overwhelmed by the size of the picture in the first place. Because I can't tell you how many times I've said the words, I would love to volunteer, only to let those passions fizzle because I had no idea what direction I should take. Luckily, I was brave enough to sign up for things I wasn't necessarily great at or enjoyed as much so I could narrow down where my actual skill sets were, but it notably would have saved me a lot of trouble had I just taken inventory prior to trial and error. Because truth be told, when I would just show up for volunteer events in the past, because my confidence wasn't there, my enthusiasm wasn't there either. And I think that has an effect on the community effort because, and I'm quoting again, If we are really hesitant, nervous, or we feel like we're doing something out of obligation, over enthusiastically consenting, then we don't put our best work into things, and we don't feel the safest that we could. And at the end of the day, in order to build revolutionary relationships with each other, we must be willing to understand what we bring to the table as ourselves, so we're not forcing more work on others to pull it out of us. That way, our community can start on a very safe, secure, and confident foundation where everyone is consenting and excited to be there. Tomorrow, I will be discussing some transferable skills in case you were somebody like me who struggled to figure out what our skills were in the first place, because once you hear these, you might be surprised at how many you already had in your tool belt. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful.